unlike everything in this pandemic, there is finally some certainty for you. And the feeling of being able to tell someone this, to give them this gift of immense value, was honestly exhilarating. This is Zia Hassan, and you are listening to Gently Down the Stream, a personal development podcast. If you want to transform your life, be a more engaged parent, a more present spouse, if you are stuck in your career or in any part of your life, this show will teach you powerful ideas, habits, and skills so that you can focus on what's most important to you. Now, most people know that the vaccine rollout right now for COVID-19 vaccines is going pretty poorly in most of the United States. It's frustrating. It's confusing. There seems to be no organization or centralization of anything. So no one really knows what they're doing. It's kind of like it's like we're chickens with our heads cut off, just running around trying to figure out what we can possibly do. Now, right now, there are only a few eligible groups, one of them being older people who don't really know how to use computers. And something happened to me in the last couple of weeks that was really kind of special and I wanted to talk about today, which is that I'm a vaccine hunter. I hunt for vaccines. And I can tell you how this whole thing got started. There's a Facebook group called Maryland Vaccine Hunters. And their job is to try and help each other find the vaccine, try and get appointments, try and demystify this very complex system using a number of different people and all of their experiences. So when I first joined this group and it was just a few hundred people, somebody offered to book an appointment at the mass vaccination site at Six Flags, which is in Bowie, Maryland. So I immediately responded asking if I could register my dad. And within a few hours, I had a message back saying that my dad was registered for his vaccine next week. Somebody on the site had run a computer script monitoring the calendar app that you had to keep hitting refresh on to see new appointments. Mostly it was blank and empty, but occasionally new appointments would pop up. So they created a computer script that would monitor the site for new appointments, and they were just offering free bookings to anybody who responded first to their Facebook posts. And when I called him to tell him that he had his ticket out of the pandemic, that his life was about to change, even though I didn't actually book this vaccine for him, I still felt like I was giving him a gift. You get to go to malls again eventually. You get to see your grandkids. You get to be in indoor spaces where you may not have been able to do before, and you know when it's going to happen. You get to plan for it. Unlike everything in this pandemic, there is finally some certainty for you. And the feeling of being able to tell someone this, to give them this gift of immense value, was honestly exhilarating. The next day, a friend was complaining to me that his mother had not received this vaccine yet and was getting kind of angry, even though she was eligible like my dad was. And so I thought, let me try to hunt for vaccines. So I got online and I started paying attention to the different times when appointments would show up. I looked at some resources that were created by the Facebook group. And pretty soon, I had found my friend's mom 
a vaccine appointment. It took a lot of a lot of refreshing the screen and toggling back and forth between things, but I eventually was able to secure a vaccine appointment for her. And to call her and tell her about this was one of the most exhilarating moments of my life. It was absolutely phenomenal, and I wanted more. And I have now booked 22 people or so over the last few days. I say or so because I did have some help from some other friends who are embarking on this same journey as me. So now I'm a vaccine hunter. So a vaccine hunter is somebody that goes and finds vaccines for those who are eligible to get those vaccines. So I find somebody, either someone that I know in my life or maybe someone that uh, I, I connect with online, and I offer to do the same thing for them, to go and find them a vaccine. And I've been doing this every single day. And if you had told me like two weeks ago that, hey, you're going to take on some volunteer work on top of your already grueling schedule. You're going to wake up at 6.30 in the morning, the earliest I've woken up in this pandemic. If someone had told me this, I would have not believed them. Never. I was already pretty swamped with work before this. But this is the type of volunteer work where you know you're needed because I'm a millennial. I've been using the internet since like 1994 or something like that. So I'm a pro at it. I know all the ins and outs. I know how websites function. I pay attention to that stuff. I'm a technologist as it is. And these are useful skills, of course, they're computer skills, but they really come in handy when you have a system like this in the middle of a pandemic. These people that I book, these are people who have lost relatives, uh, who have relatives that are sick with cancer, and they're like terrified of infecting them with coronavirus if they get it, so they want to get vaccinated. And when I book someone, they've usually been on countless pre-registration lists, and they've felt no signs of hope at all. And they always ask me, how did you do that? It's such a cool feeling as a magician to be asked how I did something, especially when that something took a lot of time. Sometimes it takes a long time to find an appointment for somebody, uh, depending on the day, depending on what's what's happening on these websites, these various pharmacies and these mass vaccination websites. You also have to have an understanding as a hunter of who is eligible. So I've been very knowledgeable about the differences between who is eligible in the state of Maryland versus who is eligible in Montgomery County. There are different things, to, you know, and this is the, the case in any state where you might be, uh, that the counties are making decisions and the state is making decisions. Hopefully your state is more organized than Maryland. And honestly, the way I do it is extremely boring. I just go on these websites at ungodly hours. I stay up till midnight. I wake up at 6 a.m. I go to the exact place where I know the appointment's going to be. I hit refresh a million times. I move my mouse very quickly. I know which websites you have to uh, book just the time slot, and then you can take your time to fill out the information. There are some websites where you have to fill out the information very fast because if you don't do it quick enough, it's going to uh, go to someone else. Someone else will take the appointment time. So people ask how I did it. And honestly, how I do it is so boring. It really doesn't matter. Anybody could learn to do it if they had the time and the ambition to do it. What's more important is what I've learned from this process. So in this podcast episode, I would like to tell you what I learned. The lesson is this. Sharpen your tools. 
I was thinking about this as I was cooking the other night. I was working with a dull knife, which wasn't really cutting the meat that I was about to cook. But for some reason, I didn't feel like getting out the knife sharpener and sharpening the knife. When I actually started cooking the meat, it was hard to see. I would cut the meat open and see how done the meat was, looking at the color inside. And in this case, the tool that I was using was my vision, and it wasn't sharp enough. And to sharpen it, all I needed to do was to flip on the stove light, something that I rarely do for whatever reason. It's just part of my habits. I didn't do it. I just figured it'll work out. It's just food. I cook every night. It's fine. I don't need the light. I don't need a super sharp knife. I can get this done. This is what most people do with the tools that they use for their work. You got a computer that barely runs. Eh, it works. It gets the job done, whatever. A keyboard that has food particles stuck in between the keys. A desk chair that doesn't have any lumbar support. A computer desktop that is cluttered with unrecognizable icons. Take the $11 fly swatter that I bought on Amazon years ago. People laugh at me, but it has the best grip out of any fly swatter I've ever used. And for $11, it better. And the actual swatter part is curved just a little bit, and I have never missed with this fly swatter in the years that I have owned it. One of the most influential things I ever did was to buy a mechanical keyboard. They aren't cheap, mine was like $150, but they allow me to type faster, much faster than I would have without one. I actually auditioned three different keyboards. I bought three different keyboards and measured my typing speed over the course of a few days on each of them to figure out which one would allow me to type the fastest. Now that's super geeky, but if I can type faster than others, then I get to claim appointments faster than others do. So I didn't know I was training for this, but in some ways I've been training for this my entire life. I mean, my word per minute has been really high since I was in like fifth grade. Even the teacher thought I was cheating. That's how fast my word per minute was. This is not something I tell people on a normal basis because it's kind of embarrassing and geeky, but there's value in it right now. And that is so cool. It's just so cool. If you've ever felt needed, felt like you're valuable to an organization or a person, you know how this feels. It's euphoria. It's addictive. I also employ a little piece of software on my computer called Text Expander that allows me to type a piece of text, something like if I type in F name, then Text Expander will automatically re replace that little phrase with something longer that I've already told it to insert. So if I type ADD ad, that will get replaced immediately, automatically, with the address of the person that I'm trying to book. And there are other people that are just typing in character by character, but I'm not doing that. I use this tool all the time, and on average, it probably shaves off a couple of seconds, but a few seconds add up, and they matter, especially if you are a vaccine hunter and you're trying to click on the complete appointment button before someone else takes it. It's exhilarating. It's euphoric. It's joyful. And the interesting thing was, I thought I may be alone in this. I've talked to other people that have this hobby. It is a hobby, honestly. We spend a lot of our time on giant CVS mass vaccination sites. And I've talked to other people about this hobby, and they are exhilarated as I am. When I actually get a hit, when I actually click on a button that opens up an appointment, and I'm able to book it, and put someone else's name in it, someone that is desperate for a vaccine, when I book them in an appointment and I can tell them to check their email for a confirmation that they have their ticket out, 
I've never felt more fulfilled, I don't think. It's an incredible feeling. And the way that I talk to other hunters, other people that are doing this same uh, activity of booking appointments for people, that joy is reflected and sometimes multiplied and amplified. And we have our own language and our own jokes and only things that we understand about the quirks of all these crazy systems. It's crazy. Maybe next episode, I'll have someone from the community on and we can have a discussion about what it's like to be a vaccine hunter. But for now, your homework is to go look at your workspace examine the tools that you work with are they sharp because if they're not a few simple upgrades might get you to where you need to go faster and if you want to know how to sharpen your emotional toolkit keep listening until the end of this podcast Hey there, thanks for sticking around till the end of the podcast. This is Zia Hassan, and this is my weekly podcast, Gently Down the Stream. If you don't know me, I am an educator, a trainer, and a coach. And this podcast and my coaching practice are for people who want to change their lives. This podcast is meant for teaching and for learning and for inspiration. But if you want to spend some time with me and focus on you and the wisdom that you have, you can book a coaching session with me at ziahassan.coach. And together we can figure out what your core values are, which is something that most people have not considered, have not actually dug into. Most people don't know what their core values are, or if they think they know them, they are sometimes wrong. We can navigate a dilemma in your life and figure out the next best step for you to take. And through small changes, you can have a big transformation. My podcast is all about what I value and stand for. But when you coach with me, we figure out what you value, what you stand for, what you believe, and what actions are necessary for you to take to live a life that is meaningful to you, to connect to the things that you want to connect with and say no to everything else. So if you're interested in booking a session with me, check out ziahassan.coach, and I will see you next Tuesday.